0: To Moscow's ambassador in person. And we have breaking news here in the U.S. Our Nancy Cortez confirms President Biden will nominate Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court. She will, if confirmed, replace the retiring Justice Stephen Breyer. Johnson & Johnson and three major distributors have approved the largest U.S. opioid settlement ever. CBS's Jim Crusula. It clears the way for nearly every state and many local governments to get their share of the 26 26- billion-dollar agreement. The money will be distributed over 18 years, and most of it
1: must be used to fight the opioid crisis.
0: In the suburbs north of New York City... Snow plows clearing iced-over roads as a huge storm moves from the central U.S. into the northeast. Weather Channel meteorologist Stephanie Abrams. We've had reports of snow in Boston, sleet in Rhode Island, and freezing rain into New York City. And right now, the radar is showing us that we are also seeing that freezing rain right here into central Pennsylvania. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS mornings, weekdays on CBS. Rob tried to manage his constipation with belly pain, discomfort and bloating day after day. After realizing it was irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, he found another way and finally said yes to adding Linsess. Linzess, or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IVSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 2 years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with C. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. New reaction to one state's decision to target parents of some transgender children.
1: District attorneys representing five of the largest counties in Texas indicate they will not treat gender-affirming procedures for transgender youth as child abuse. One calls it an egregious invasion of privacy. That's pushback against the state's Republican governor who ordered state officials to investigate when asked. Julian Tovar of the Human Rights Campaign.
2: All that the governor and uh, attorney general have done is further put transgender youth at harm.
1: Arkansas and Tennessee approved similar measures last year, triggering court action. Steve Kathan, CBS News.
0: A Hollywood star is in Ukraine by choice. Variety says Sean Penn is filming a documentary about the invasion. Pictures released by Ukraine's presidential press service show the Oscar winner attending a media briefing at the president's office in Kyiv. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
1: You could unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 833-8ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started.
2: Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS
3: consumer access. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information.
2: I need postcards printed.
0: And designed. Oh, in a targeted direct mail campaign. It's possible at Staples. I need my presentation printed, bound, and perfect. Also possible. With Staples Print Big Promise. Your small business marketing will make a big impact. And right now, get 20% off custom printed signs, banners, and posters. When you spend $75 or more, explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 226 Visit staples.com signage for details.
1: From Gruiser Realty and Building. It's Larry Conrath, the only Larry Conrath in real estate. Larry Conrath, Larry Conrath, he sells houses. Larry Conrath, he sells houses. Larry Conrath, he sells houses, farms, and acreage too. For the only Larry Conrath in real estate, please call 5913015. 5913015. What was that number? It's 5913015. Call the only Larry Conrath in real estate. 5913015. Hi, this is Steve Downs. Check out this week's show for the classics, Classic Rock Comebacks. We'll be playing Monster Second Chapter tracks from Boston, Steve Perry, The Kinks, The Who, Heart, The Police, The Rolling Stones, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, and a whole lot more. Be sure to check it out only here on The Classics. On 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH, Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The Stock Market Report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies Stock Market Report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services.
0: Project rise.
4: We've all got our daydreams, right?
2: Little things, big things, things, you know, one day you'll do then out of nowhere, cancer and all your plans. Don't change a bit.
5: I would know I'm about to jump out of an airplane with my dad. Our first time skydiving solo and my second year since starting cancer treatment at Ohio health. All right, dad, let's go. You keep making plans.
4: Visit
0: OhioHealth.com slash Keep Making Plans.
5: I-N-E-P-T,
1: Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight.
3: Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters,
1: raw, raw, raw. Coach, as we approach this final regular season football game, your inept football team Going in at 0 and 9, 0 and 4 in the conference, and I do want to point out before we
4: go any further that uh, Nat's uh, team over to Bungle State is exactly the same as we are. We, you know, they 0 and 9 and 0 and 4 in a conference, so something's got to give in this ball
1: game. And as you said yesterday, it's. Uh a game where you can just throw out all the records
4: well that's right you know it come down to these traditional rivals it don't make no difference at all what you've done in the past you can throw all the records out the record book all them statistics don't count for a lick all them players out there just nameless faces they just putting on the uniforms doesn't matter at all what kind of numbers they wear on their jerseys and nothing it's just like all them traditional rivalries you can talk about you got your armies and your navies you got your Harvards and your Yales you got your East cupcakes and your West cupcakes it's just like all them Fierce rivals, because it might even come down to a coin toss.
1: Well, we were talking yesterday about some of the famous games in the Fed. Let's go back a few years to 19... 19- 53 in historic ball game
4: well boy you know 19 and 53 you are reaching back there that is a ways back but that was a, a real uh, historic ball game you know uh, brother nat had a real fine ball team over to bungle state that year he had a lot of real fine running backs and they must have broke loose with a lot of 60 70 80 yard runs that year and i remember uh, especially after one play in that ball game uh one of his running backs had gone 63 yards for a touchdown and after that play was over old Nat hollered across the field he said hey art You see that 63-yard touchdown run? Well, wait till the next time we get the
1: ball. You're going to see the same
4: thing again.
1: And did you see the same play again? Well,
4: I'm afraid we did, even though we knowed it was coming. You know, that boy runs 63 yards for a touchdown again, and and that's uh, where that that phrase instant replay comes from.
1: Another bit of football terminology that originated in the inept Tech-Bungle State rivalry. And no extra charge for that one. It ain't even midweek. And I'll be back with more from Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. And the Art Turf Show. I got got the wrong mic on. Ah, I got the wrong mic on. I got the wrong mic. Oh,
3: come on now. Your turn. All right, here we go. It's a fantastic, fun-filled Friday. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by, get this one, lobster toothpaste and mouthwash for good Playboy Bunny dental hygiene.
2: I'm going to have to think about that.
1: Yes. It will be brother against brother this week as inept tech faces Bungle State. And, Coach Turf, you've faced your brother Nat Turf numerous times in the past. Although it has happened in college football, it's unusual to have brothers coaching in the same conference. I was wondering about your all-time record against your brother Nat.
4: Well, it's interesting you should bring that up. That's a real fine question. I was just thinking about that, you know, while you was asking it, you know, uh, brother nat uh, was the first one to get a bicycle and he was the first one to get a football helmet and he was the first one to get a skateboard and he's the first one to get an electric train and anytime we'd play a game he'd win you know we'd play chess he'd win we'd play uh, checkers he'd win we would played marbles and he'd win and he reminds me about that record we zip and ever how many we played against my brother nat i never have been able to beat him in anything and he reminds me about it every christmas when he sends me a christmas card
1: what does the uh, card contain coach
4: Well, it has the all-time series record in there, and uh, he reminds me that uh, he's the one that caused me to lose my marbles.
1: Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art (laughs) Turf. Good times for you and me. You're keeping good company with W-A-T-H.
2: Yes, we have our uh, regular season final game today. I think that's right. At home. At home, that's right. Akron comes to town. A little different game time tonight. Six o'clock, the tip-off. It's also um, seniors' night. Right? And yes. um is it or is it parents' night? Senior. Seniors night. Yeah. Okay.
3: They always do it the last home game.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What do I hear? Uh, that's that EAB thing going off again there. EAS. EAS, yeah. That was close. Let's see what we can find out. So we can stop that.
2: okay well anyway um ebs no emergency
3: broadcast system
2: oh i see what you're saying yeah well anyway Emergency activation system, emergency broadcast system, whatever it is. Um, Take your pick. Yeah. Good morning, and uh, let's see here. I have to do something, right? yabba dabba Friday. Yeah, it's official. It's official. Today is February 25th. It's National Chocolate-Covered Nut Day. It's National Skip the Straw Day. And National Clam Chowder Day. You know, years ago when I was growing up, there was a a restaurant called Howard Johnson's in Columbus. I don't know if they had other locations or not. You remember that? Sure do. You do? Yes. So they must have had other locations as well. And my parents, my dad would always order a bowl of clam chowder there to start with. You know what I mean? Um, And so I would too. And it was good. As I recall, mercy, that's been 70 years ago. But um, two things. Since then, I've had other bowls of clam chowder that were far superior, (laughs) if you know what I mean. And the other thing is, whatever became of Howard Johnson's, just Google Google it and see if they even exist in any fashion. Okay.
3: I want to say they do. Really? But on a very limited basis now, I could be. Sorely mistaken, but uh, I remember I used to go up to Ohio State football games, Mm -hmm. and I would stay at the Howard Johnson, um,
2: trying to remember what road it was on. Ackerman Road, maybe? Well, the one that we traveled to was right across from Graceland, right on High Street. Okay. Graceland Shopping Center, folks. I don't know. It's still there, too, I think. Yeah. But... um,
3: anyway speaking of um restaurants i thought of one yesterday but i think we ran out of time um used to be in the eastland mall remember when the eastland mall was such a big thing sure it was like the first mall ever on earth (laughs) Uh, (laughs) from what i know i'm exaggerating but um, for us here in this area you know i I remember thinking what's a mall You know, but obviously they're all over the place now. But there used to be a restaurant in Eastland called the York Steakhouse. I do faintly remember that.
2: And I I enjoyed that one. Mm Kind of on one end of it. Yeah, pretty much. On an inside corner.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I remember going up there and doing a little Christmas shopping uh, at the time. And then stopped there for a bite to eat, which it was... Good stuff. Good food.
2: Well, anyway, did you find anything on Howard? Um, uh, not
3: yet. It's okay. still loading here. Okay. Well. So we'll see what we can find.
2: We'll we'll go on anyway. National clam chowder day. I'll try it on my phone here. See if it's now um, historical events. Okay. This this really requires your computer. So should I wait?
3: Uh, yeah. You might want to give it a second. <clears throat> okay.
2: Well, you sort of had things organized. And... Well,
3: you can go ahead. We'll see what we can do. I can do it on the phone here. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me.
2: So, on this date of February 25th, and, of course, this year is 2022. But in the year 1560, Pius V excommunicates Queen Elizabeth I of England for heresy and persecution of English Catholics during her reign. Also absolves her subjects from allegiance to the crown. That'd be a big deal. Sure would. 1862, the first Legal Tender Act is passed by the U.S. Congress authorizing the United States Note Back then, they called it the greenback, into circulation. The first fiat paper money that was legal tender in America. 1910, the Dalai Lama flees Tibet for British India to escape Chinese troops. 1956, Nikita Khrushchev denounces Joseph Stalin at the 20th Congress of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Okay, some birthdays.
3: I'm ready. And before you do that, Howard Johnson's. There's one left. Really? Yes, in the United States. It is located in Lake George, new york now, as of 2021 yeah, and it yeah, is owned yeah. by wyndham hotels and
2: resorts okay. <coughs> now is there anything like where the first howard johnson's was or where they were corporately located uh founded in 1925
3: in quincy massachusetts oh. and then 1954 in savannah georgia for motor lodges
2: Okay. all right well let's see here now we go to famous birthdays Anthony Burgess born in nineteen seventeen on this date died in nineteen ninety three Anthony Burgess
3: Anthony Burgess John Anthony Burgess Wilson who published under the name Anthony Burgess was an English writer and composer Although Burgess was primarily a comic writer, his dystopian satire, A Clockwork Orange, (laughs) remains his best-known novel. I'm laughing because I remember seeing that movie years ago. It was goofy. I do not remember it at all. It was goofy. I remember the name. (laughs) But uh, would it be still a hoot to watch? Uh, Probably for, you know, 1970s
2: comedy, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to seek that out. <laughs> okay, uh, the next famous birthday, and um, again, another person who's, uh, in fact, nobody here of the four names today are alive. George Harrison. Oh. Yeah, 1943, his birth on this date. He died in 2001, of course, of the Beatles. Yes, one of the fab
3: four. And little trivia here. Uh, George Harrison was the first Beatle to go solo to have the number one hit the very first number one solo ex-Beatle hit many people think it was Paul McCartney uh uh George Harrison with My
2: Sweet Lord I remember we played it a lot here yes Bobby Riggs born in 1818 on this date died in 1995 um I'm making gestures does this make any sense or am I way off um
3: I don't know what you're what you're doing or trying I'm, to I'm do. trying to play tennis oh okay uh, maybe you're reaching into a, like a buffet to dip some things out on your oh, plate f- food food food
2: yes. okay so who's Bobby Riggs
3: Bobby Riggs Robert Larimore Riggs was an American tennis champion. I
2: did have it right.
3: Who was the world number one amateur in 1939 and world number one professional in 1946 and 1947. He played his first professional tennis match on December 26, 1941. And, of course, you probably remember the Battle of the Sexes when he faced off with Billie Jean King. Yes,
2: yes. And uh, if I remember correctly, she won. Yes. Um, you know, my, my mother had me take tennis lessons, I think, in sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. And, um, oh, Mr. Howell was the teacher. He was... Um, At the high school, one of the uh, phys ed teachers, right? And he said, this guy has some natural talent. And I wish I had pursued that. Because I was... I did feel um, competent about playing tennis. But I did not. Haven't swung a, a racket... Probably ever since. Well, maybe once or twice. But, you know, isn't it interesting to think how many people, if they have pursued something that they've never had the chance to or didn't follow through with, might have been a star in that area.
3: You know what I mean, or anything else for that matter. That's right. I've heard preachers say that lots of dreams, and talent, and potential, are lying in grave sites right now, because they never followed
2: through with people who could have been really something in some manner. um, Never took it upon themselves to go all the way and seek it out, right? yeah or else maybe
3: you know resources or economic situations sure. prevented them from
2: doing so, sure or whatever the situation may have been could be parent influence could be um, the times the society who knows yep yeah. all right well anyway uh the the last um the last uh, famous birthday we have to mention who also is not alive is that of jose De San Martin, San Martin, maybe. Um, so, Jose, J-O-S-E, De, D-E, San, S-A-N, space, Martin. Jose Francisco
3: de San Martin, Matamor, Matoras known simply as what you said the liberator of Argentina, Chile... Did I say that? ...and Peru. Oh. I don't know if you did or not. I'm okay. just going with it. Was an Argentine general and a primary leader of the southern and uh, central
2: areas. Of well, he was born on this date in 1778. He died in 1850. He helped lead the revolutions against Spanish rule
3: in Argentina.
2: Okay, two famous deaths to bring up. Um... I'm just guessing, based upon this guy's name, Bugs Moran. B-U-G-S. Sounds more like a nickname, you know? A gangster. Yeah. Bugs Moran. Yeah, Bugsy. Yo, um, Bugsy. He was born in 1891, but died on this date in 1957. George
3: Clarence Bugs Moran was an American Chicago Prohibition-era gangster. Okay, so we had it right. He was incarcerated three times before his 21st birthday. <laughs> Seven ma- Sounds like a, quite an upstanding individual, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? Tw- three times before he turned 21. Yep. Seven yeah. members of his gang were gunned down in a warehouse in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre of February 14, 1929, Supposedly, on the orders of his rival Al Capone. Mm.
2: Another bad guy. Yeah, he' going down, Bugsy. Well, I tell you what, the picture is very pleasant. He looks like someone who'd be fun to know. Oh, looks like a mug shot. No, no, look at my picture. Maybe you have a different one. Oh yeah. See?
3: Yeah, looks just like Howard Cunningham in Happy
2: Days. <laughs> And the other um, famous death is that of uh, Donald Bradman. He was born in 1908. He died in uh, 2001 on this date. Donald Donald Bradman. Sir Donald George Bradman,
3: also nicknamed the Don. Hey, maybe we could do that for our Don, the calls here, the tickety poo, the Don. Was an Australian international cricketer, widely acknowledged as the greatest batsman of all time. Bradman's career Test batting average of 99.94 has been cited as the greatest achievement by any sportsman in any major sports.
2: So baseball and well cricket. Oh,
3: yeah, oh. it's an Australian.
2: I didn't understand type. that percentage when you said batsman. Yeah, that was way too high.
3: Cricket's like the Australian version of baseball, but I beg to disagree with the greatest achievement by any sportsman in any major sport. So, hey, um, begs the question about what we were talking about, folks that could have been famous, could have made it in something bigger than what they did. My question is to you, what do you think you might have been famous
2: at? Oh there's no question. It would have been uh, theater design.
3: Broadway?
2: I, Maybe. Everybody said I was destined to that. Um, but not tennis? No. <laughs> I mean, I might have been. I never pursued it, <laughs> you know. I had the lessons. Uh, the, my teachers said I was good, and... I should keep going. I just didn't. Mm.
0: I think we all
2: have stories like that. Sure. Sure? How did you say that? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Interesting. Yes. Well, anyway, um, and and I like New York City and all that sort of life, uh, but, you know, when you really come down to it, far more enjoy my life in Athens. I and that sounds corny, I'm sure. But I'm I'm Not absolutely I'm absolutely serious. I've a spent, lot of people I a a lot of time in big are. cities. Um when the opportunity arose to come to athens ohio i didn't know much about it i've been here one time in my life to visit two of my best friends dan Radcliffe and laurie lee Schaefer. it was all in the same trip one week one well it was like 30 hour trip down here Dan Radcliffe um, was a f- very skilled cellist. He played the cello. He was in Ohio University's orchestra. Went on and taught um, music over in, um, oh, what country was that? Uh, the memory's not there at the moment. We'll let it go. And now lives in New Jersey in uh, a variety of orchestras and teaches. Uh, his wife, Temmy, also graduated from Ohio University. And she was from the New Jersey area. Okay, and then the other person I said I came down to visit, Lori Lee Schaefer, should be familiar to most of you if you've been around any length of time. She was Miss America. From Bexley. The girl I was dating at the time. Dana Warner. uh, Lori Lee was her best friend. And I still keep in touch with. Lori Lee. She lives in California. Been in showbiz. Okay. But. um, I believe she is the only person. To have been named. all. Miss Ohio, and then Miss America from OU. I think that's pretty accurate. All right. Not that it matters. Um, you know, we, we really haven't touched on this too much. But I think we need to. It's not the topic I've been talking about. This is a whole new topic. What the hell is going on? I'm referring to Russia in the Ukraine. Yesterday, in the wee hours of the morning here, the action started. There have been rumors that the pot was boiling a little bit for a week or two. But yesterday, it happened. Uh, And it continues as we speak. This includes ground assaults from the north, east, and south. As well as airstrikes, those being primarily on um, Kiev, right? KYIV, I think they say Kyiv, which is the, yes. the capital city. But other cities, too. The attack marks the most significant military incursion in Europe since World War II. As of this morning, Russian troops had pressed to the outside of Kyiv. Reports indicate hundreds of soldiers and civilians, including children, have been killed. By yesterday afternoon, thousands of Ukrainian refugees began arriving in Poland and neighboring countries. The U.S. and Western Allies announced a number of strict sanctions, including restricting access to international markets for Russia's largest banks and export controls limiting Russian firms' access to a range of technologies and other goods. The Biden administration reiterated that there are no plans to send troops to, uh, rather, into the Ukraine. The Ukraine. Now, the physical assault has been accompanied by a wide-ranging cyber offensive, including attacks that took much of the Ukraine's government and financial institutions offline. Putin's ultimate goal remains unclear. The Ukraine, roughly the, the, the Ukraine, it's... Landmass is roughly the size of Texas, so it's not small. It is home to more than 44 million people, making long-term occupa- occupation by Russia somewhat challenging. Analysts say the Kremlin may seek to install a pro-Russia government in Kiev. The Russian president has invoked a number of dubious historical claims to justify the invasion. Okay, so, why? Why? I mean, Russia's big now. They're huge. Why do they need. Um, oh, shucks, help me. The Ukraine, there we go. Why? And there's one or two other long ago former pieces of land that now are countries that were previously Polish, I'm sorry, not Polish, Russian. Um, is this a forewarning of their imminent actions too?
3: It would not be surprising.
2: <clears throat> I
3: wouldn't put it past
2: him. But why? What advantage is there to adding the Ukraine to their boundaries? Their
3: domain? Good question. Well, he has his reasons. But Uh, have we heard him state them? Yeah, well, I I think he has said too, which I find this very questionable, that he claims that uh, Russia is being bullied by Ukraine. And I'm like, really? Your military is ten times as large as Ukraine's? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he says that Ukraine is posing constant threats. And again, you can revert back to the size of the country, the size of the militaries versus one another.
2: I wonder why the Ukraine would do that, knowing that they are so outpowered by their very close neighbor.
3: Yeah, it's hard to uh, see any logic in that. But a lot of folks say that Putin wants the Soviet Union returned to what it was years ago when it was the USSR yeah. and not just Russia well he wants to re- restore that sovereignty and that's why some people think that he's not going to stop at Ukraine um, this happened uh, back in previous presidential administrations that they waited until you know the the sanctions were not effective. Uh, the sanctions are going to take time here, now. The ones that Biden has issued, uh, they're not going to happen
2: overnight. Of course, the president has mentioned that. Well, there's some people questioning why we aren't taking tougher, imposing tougher sanctions. Right. Yes. And
3: he, I, I think. From what I've heard, too, that Putin views the possibility of Ukraine joining the Western military alliance as kind of like a hostile act.
2: But NATO, the the NATO thing, I think the NATO thing has been a very healthy, good thing. And now it seems like after years of some success... Falling apart again. Yeah, not again, but falling apart.
3: Well, it has a time or two, but uh, apparently, if I remember correctly, in December, I think Putin gave the United States, and NATO, well, this is back in December, a list of security demands, and one of them was a guarantee that Ukraine will never enter NATO. And um, of course, those weren't, proposals were weren't they rejected. already
2: in at that time?
3: I don't think they were. Oh. oh. So uh, they obviously those proposals were rejected and by have the they US since join NATO? Since? I I don't think so.
2: Okay. Well uh, there's so much to know. And you know, I'm just a guy living in Athens, Ohio who does a talk show. Uh, for me to be on top of every single thing like this. When it happens,
3: yeah, and I think it's difficult. Yeah, and I and I think too, from what I've heard and read, uh, is that Putin sees that joining of NATO obviously as a direct threat to Russia. So you know that again is playing into his thoughts about taking back Ukraine, back into the Soviet Union, the old. Soviet Union
2: well Western leaders have described the sanctions that they have imposed on Russia as strong and severe and the sanctions will damage the Russian economy after the US and Britain announced new measures yesterday making it harder for Russian companies to raise money or import goods An index of Moscow's stock market fell more than 30%. Oddly, yesterday there was a little dip in the the U.S. market at the beginning, but later on the day they they were up 80 points. I don't know what that all means. Um, Let's see. It's it's also worth taking a look at the potential sanctions in the U.S.-Britain and European Union, um, the sanctions that they've chosen not to impose. Call or stand by, I'll get there in a minute. They are almost certainly more severe than the sanctions that are being put into effect. A full-scale diplomatic response to Russia's invasion of in Ukraine could include... Uh, I've got four points here. First of all, suspending Russia from international organizations like the SWIFT Networks of Banks and the Interpol Network of Law Enforcement. Number two, the seizing of apartments, yachts, and other assets owned by many members of the Russian elite in London, Miami, and elsewhere. Number three, cracking down on Vladimir Putin's propaganda tools in the West. I guess they even have a television network here. The RT television network, something like that. Um, and the fourth item, perhaps most significantly, sharply reduced purchases of Russian oil and natural gas, by far the country's largest source of Income, revenue. But, of course, what's that going to mean to us? It's going to mean higher prices for us.
3: Yeah, and Russia's going to get rich off these higher prices th- from know. us.
2: I don't know.
3: Because, because we don't export.
2: So I, I've anymore. had a, call, um, a caller that's been patient here. Well, maybe they haven't. I don't know. Good morning.
5: Good morning. Um, in regard to Russia, mm-hmm. um, there's also uh, in uh, a big commodity in uh, Ukraine, wheat, and once yes. wheat. And they feed the, they were known in the past as the breadbasket of, of that area.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And uh, the wheat would be going to very in need countries, uh, continents like Africa, for example. Um, it so is poor presently, is you mean? Poorer. Yeah. Okay. But the but the corruption, it's there. There's corruption as well in uh, in Ukraine. But uh, you know they've been uh, free. But, but I think it's, it's a, they're not. They don't intend to stay. Russia doesn't intend to stay. It intends to destroy as much as it can, take out the current government, put in a puppet government that it can control. Now it's, it's We watched it as the world watched when those so-called uh, exercises that russia says they were doing just exercises you don't need you don't need a hundred thousand people in there to do exercises they went into belarus which was a break. also a breakaway um country and uh, he wants to reestablish the power that russia once had as the soviet union so you know and don't forget he is kgb still that's his goal and um He's pretty rich, and he's probably taken enough time to hide all of his assets, although we think, at least the, the intelligence people in this country, think that they've, they've somehow put a hold on all of that.
2: Um, What's? Uh, are you troubled? Are you scared? Are you anything about this whole thing?
5: <clears throat> Everyone should be troubled because it's not, it doesn't just impact Ukraine. It impacts all of Europe because Europe may also fall if he has his way. And not everybody in the uh, U.N. is gung-ho about doing what we're doing. They don't have the military force to, to back up a lot. It's the United States that has the military force to do it. China's nervous. China doesn't want this either. Maybe North Korea wants it, I don't know. <laughs> you know, that great leader, your favorite guy, mm. you need to throw darts at. Anyway. Uh, it's it's something that you know. As again, as I said a couple of days back, um, you really need to invite somebody in the history department and the political science department. Um, oh, we, have a, we,
2: Scott and I know more than
5: they do. I know, but still, they could add to that. I know. <laughs> and please don't ask your relative.
2: My relative.
5: Don't ask your relative, the the one that your son's married to, that's originally oh. from Russia, because <laughs> she will definitely have. No, I've in, I've
2: avoided the topic completely. We talk almost daily, on the phone. I would
5: not. I would not. Yeah. If I were you, and I've been bold enough to do that. Yeah. All of us have some kind of relative but, someplace you know, in our her, chain of family. She's got family. a mother
2: and a sister there in Russia, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't even tell you. I mean, it's a you know like. In the U.S.? Well, are they in what the What would U- you
5: do if she took your two grandchildren to Russia and stayed there and your son couldn't get them? We've experienced well, she, that as a family.
2: She is a U.S. citizen.
5: I know he's a they U.S. Could, citizen, but he would lose ps- his children.
2: Hang on. I understand that. And there's nothing like that in the works. <laughs> okay? But um, I'm concerned about her mother and her sister and... Other members of her family, mm-hmm. um, and until something like this arose, I can't even tell you where they live in Russia. So you know, and I hesitate to bring it up because
5: probably Saint Petersburg, isn't she from that area?
2: She went to school there, mm-hmm. college, and all of that. Saint. Petersburg Polytechnic Institute was the university she graduated from.
5: What What was her skill that she acquired? Uh, yeah. Sounds like something in science, well, techno something or other.
2: I'm sorry, I can't. A- and anyway,
5: uh, I, I think that we all should be concerned, yep. and um, it's not you know whether we have relatives there or not. It's because of uh, of the uh, fragileness of of Europe. and uh, sure and and they don't it, it, even this pipeline was going to run through uh, Germany. But Germany is some going to somehow is going to manage to get through this, but we all remember one of his uh, big uh, things is that it's coal over everywhere. So you know you shut that heat off, that kind of thing. But the gasoline as well, we may have to dig deep into that reserve again. But uh it's gonna it's gonna go up. I think it's something pretty high out there in California now. So uh um you know, it's just I think we all should be concerned. And oh. we do not want this to be the beginning of World War Three because these are two superpowers. Yeah. Not not Ukraine, but Ukraine, you know, they've taken over the uh Chernobyl site, so you know that's a <laughs> that's a big deal. I don't know if you heard that on the news or not, but uh you know, there's um once they get rid of the government, they'll be able to install, just like they did in other countries. I think Belarus is one of those examples. Then you've got Crimea. We did nothing about him taking taking over Crimea. And well. So, you know, it, it's just something, I think, if you get somebody in the history department or the political science. It's,
2: it's, it's making me itchy.
5: <laughs> you know? I think it should make us all itchy because, you know, uh, we may call up people. We may have to... We may have to go to a draft. We don't know. We didn't get involved, you know, with World War II until even though they were bombing pretty big time in in Europe until they they bombed our uh, Pearl Harbor. And, uh, you know, uh, Japan is on our side now, so, you know, things come full circle, you know, places like that. I'd like to see China do more, Mm -hmm. but um, that may not happen.
2: I'm going well, to roll thank here. You. Thank
5: you so much. Thank Take care you. of yourself.
2: Appreciate thank you your so. help.
5: Bye.
2: Bye. All right, now. Um, let's see here. I think the last thing I actually read from an item here was that perhaps most significant, sharp, uh, significant would be to sharply reduce purchases of Russian oil and natural gas. By far the country's largest source of revenue. So let me go on from there. That the U.S. and its allies have chosen not to pursue a more aggressive path helps explain why Putin has been willing to take the enormous risk of starting the most significant war in Europe in 80 years. He believes that his enemies will respond in a limited way. Not only will they decline to send troops to the Ukraine, they will fight only a limited economic and and diplomatic battle. Of course, the decision could change at some point, but for now, that's why the Western response has been so limited. Well,
3: and you know, you you talk about oil and gas mm-hmm. exports from Russia that back to my point a few moments ago about they're going to get rich off of this now by exporting to where countries need it and thus shutting off if they do shut off that pipeline that's running through Germany, it's going to create we're going to feel it here. oh yeah they're talking about
2: seven eight dollars a gas uh, a gallon yeah
3: and you know as if prices aren't high enough already again this is forcing lower economic families to choose between gasoline heating oil and feeding their families yeah again and that's bothersome in itself right there that people are not going to be able to afford those things to heat their homes, their families and their kids are going to
2: suffer. With COVID, the government and has stepped up and tried to help mm-hmm. people and businesses get through it. Yeah. This is going to be another big responsibility. Yeah,
3: it's going to be a challenge. And, you know, there's been talk of a few uh, senators, Congress people about trying to eliminate the federal gas tax but then it creates economic hardship for the government then Mm. you get less uh systems and use and resources to use which means less things for the country and you know i i would say um you know in uh non-political terms because i don't want to get into that but um If we could just persuade the president possibly to maybe retract that executive order that shut down the Keystone Pipeline Mm. would help tremendously for folks here in our country and, you know, let the hatred go or whatever it was that caused that to happen. I know they'll say they did it for ecological reasons, but families are going to suffer with higher gas prices, higher heating oil, higher fuel oil, and, you know, thus it takes more to, for companies to pay for fuel and gas, which they're going to pass along the cost to you and I, to consumers. Food prices will go up. Everything will go up. So if we could somehow possibly persuade the president to help out that way, uh, sure, from what I understand, would help significantly with uh, energy Issues here in our country, and yes, we do have, uh, you know, as our caller said, the, the storage of fuel supplies too. But how long does that last? So there are some things, there are options to do, but you know, things are That's, uh, a little bit uh, tense.
2: We, we only have a minute and a half, okay, or two minutes left. I, I was trying to end up on a more cheerful note. Let's do it. I came across a report here of the top 25 beaches. The beaches, yeah, waves, sand, in the United States. Now, First of all, I was surprised that six of them were in Hawaii. But... uh, I'm not. (laughs) Well, I mean... Okay. So, number one... Uh, Puako, Hawaii. The uh, Hapuna Beach. Number two, Siesta Key in the California Siesta Beach. Number three, Poipu Beach. That's in uh, Peipu, uh, Hawaii. Number four, the Moonstone Beach that's in uh, Cambria, California. Number five, the Kailua Beach in Kailua, Hawaii. All these Hawaiian ones I've been at. Uh, Jekyll Island, Georgia is the next one. Ruby Beach in Olympic National Park, Washington State. A a very different type of beach. Cannon Beach down in Cannon Beach, Oregon. Uh, I always have trouble. I always get this pronunciation mixed up. La Jolla, La Hala. La Jolla. La Jolla. Cove in La Jolla, California. And that's as far as we're getting. We're out of time. In our
1: 72nd year of serving oh, Southeast Ohio, AM
2: 970
1: and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H, This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
0: I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden has made his choice to become the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. CBS News has learned he will nominate federal appeals court judge Ketanji Braxton-Jown. Brown, Jackson Br- Brown Jackson, Correspondent Nancy Cordes at the White House. She is 51 years old. She is a former law clerk to the man who she will be replacing, Justice Stephen Breyer. She is also, crucially, a former public defender, I believe the first former public defender to be nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court. CBS's Ed O'Keefe.
4: He's been thinking about this, we know, for quite some time since the transition, at least, about who he put on there, which is why when Ketanji Brown Jackson's name emerged, it was no surprise that she HE ULTIMATELY PROBABLY WOULD BE THE PICK.
0: IN UKRAINE day two of the invasion puts Russian troops in the capital of Kyiv and U.S. allies running out of options to stop the Kremlin from ousting Vladimir Zelensky. Correspondent Kami McCormick. Many Ukrainians spent the night in bomb shelters as explosions rocked the capital before dawn. The Ukrainian military said a group of Russian spies were on the outskirts and people should not leave subway stations where they're taking shelter. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said Kyiv could well be under siege. Russian foreign minister Sergey. LAVROV VIRTUALLY ADDRESSED SEPARATIST LEADERS IN EASTERN UKRAINE said Moscow was ready for talks if the Ukrainian military surrendered. A major soccer final is changing locations because of the invasion. Correspondent Elaine Cobb from Paris. Europe's top soccer body, UEFA, has decided to move the men's Champions League final from St. Petersburg to Paris. That is the organization condemned the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. UEFA last night contacted French President Emmanuel Macron personally to see if the final could be switched. It's scheduled for May- 28th, F1 has canceled the Russian Grand Prix scheduled for September. It's an icy drive in the Northeast. It's raining sleet near New York City and in Pottstown, Pennsylvania.
2: When I stepped out the door, even the, even the grass was slippery. <laughs> I couldn't, there was nowhere to uh, walk that wasn't slippery. I'm
0: not trying to de-ice my car. It's taking forever.
2: Brutal cold blowing through the